0: Hello, this is Josh Crisman, pastor of the Anchor Church of Cambridge, located in Cambridge, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life that God has called you to live. Good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. So thankful that all of you have made your way out to the house of the Lord, chosen to be with us this morning. I'm thankful for that. Pray that the Lord blesses you in a special, special way today. In Jesus' name. If you have your Bible, turn with me to. First John, First John, Chapter Two, and we're going to read fifteen through seventeen, and we're going to read Luke four, one through twelve, and I'll do my best to read it as quickly as possible and not preach while I'm reading it so you can sit down. You're welcome. The Bible says in 1 John two fifteen, love not the world. See, I'm struggling already. neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Elbow your neighbor say, any man. That's not just talking about the males in the building. That's talking about Persons, man in general, mankind. Very well, very good. Mankind. Yeah, don't try to get yourself out of it here. We're not. If any man, see there, honey, he's talking to you, talking to everybody. Somebody say he's talking to me. For all that is in the world, Okay, he tells you not to love the world, neither the things that are in the world. For all that is in the world, I'm telling you what's in the world now the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. 17 and the world passeth away and the lust thereof (laughs) but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever why do we preach so hard to try to get people on the right path have the right desires to have the right thoughts to have the right dreams why because he that does the will of God they're the ones that are going to be saved somebody say amen Luke 4 1 through 12 And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan, verse 1, and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being 40 days tempted of the devil. And in those days he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. He was in a place of hung- hunger. He was in a place uh, of where his body was hungry. He had an appetite. And the devil said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And the devil, taking him up into a high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee, and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will give it. If thou therefore wilt worship me, all shall be thine. If you want to get all that the world has, you got to worship the wrong God. Somebody say amen. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. And he brought him to Jerusalem and set him on a pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, if thou be the son of God, cast thyself down from hence. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee. The devil's quoting scripture. Quoting the Bible, he's quoting the scripture. He's quoting the word of God the word of God, twisting it, throw yourself off the pinnacle of this temple, for the word declares, he shall give his angels charge over you, in case you dash your foot against a stone, and Jesus answering said unto him, it is said, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Somebody say, "I'm not going to tempt God." Amen. Throw yourself off of this temple, and God will take God take care of you. It don't really matter what I do. God will take care of me. Doesn't really matter what I put in my body. God's watching over me. Doesn't really matter the decisions that I make. God's watching over me. Did anybody ever said that? Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Amen. I want to preach to you this morning on on this subject. Called unto holiness. Called unto holiness. Why don't you lay your Bibles down this morning. Lift your hands to the Lord. One more time, just ask the Lord to speak to you. Come on, every individual person, lift your voice. God, I need you today. Lord, I ask that you would speak to my spirit, speak to my heart, speak to my situation, my circumstance, Lord. Deal with my heart, God, I pray. Change me, Lord, on the inside. Change my desires. Lord, change my mind this morning, Lord. God, help me to change my behavior. God, do a work in my life, I pray, in this house today, Lord. Let your word go forth with clarity and with anointing, Lord. Open our eyes to see, our ears to hear, and our hearts to be understanding of your word. We'll give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands one more time. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. We changed piano players and I couldn't figure out why. We have an injured piano player. We're playing so hard we injure ourselves. Amen. I hope she don't go on the injured reserve. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Y'all look very good this morning. Amen. Thanks for being in the house of the Lord. Does anybody have a desire for the word of the Lord? Amen. If we want God in our lives, we're going to have to have a desire for God's word. Amen. Somebody say amen. We're called unto, unto holiness. For whom he did foreknow, the book of Romans told us, he also did predestinate or preplan for you to be conformed to the image of of his son, to be made in the likeness of the Son of God. Amen. How many know that God is holy? Amen. God is holy. The angels in heaven cry, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. Amen. How many know that the whole earth is filled with his glory? Amen. He is holy. Amen. We see it in the, all throughout the Bible. He's the holy one of Israel. Amen. He is the holy God of Israel. He is a holy God. He is a, he is a holy Savior. But, but what does that mean? What does it mean for, for someone to be holy or something to be holy. Holy means to be called out. And it means to be set apart. Somebody say set apart. Set aside. Set apart. Amen. Does anybody have any any really expensive dishes, they used to call it the china, they kept it in the china cabinet, and, and they, they, they have really expensive dishes that they only use when on special occasions when certain people come to the house. Now, all of our dishes are made of plastic because our dishwashers are made in the image of their father, Josh Christman. And they're like bowls in a china shop. And so we're washing dishes and we go through. If, if they're made out of anything but plastic, it's only a matter of time they're going to be broken. Somebody say amen. You, you only get the dishes out at a certain time when, when certain guests arrive, right? When there's people that are arriving that are worthy to get the china out. If it's just the grandkids, you give them the plastic dishes. Amen? Because you value those dishes. They're worth something. They're valuable. Amen. They represent something. It's when the, it's when the good company comes over that we get, the, we get the good dishes out and set the fine china out before them because those dishes are not made for everyday use. They're not made for, for, to be drinking milk, uh, eating milk and cereal in the morning. Come on. They're made for special occasions. They're, they're set apart amen that's what it means to be holy it means to be set apart come on it means to be set aside as something valuable come on something that is it is worthy of of being set apart and its only use is for particular use amen my bible tells me that that we are the temple of the holy ghost amen, that we are, that the, the God dwells not in temples made by hands, but our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost, amen, how many know when we get up and leave this building this morning, amen, this building is going to be empty, amen, it's going to be void of any presence of, of anything, amen, but but when we step into the building, all of a sudden something happens, amen, because this building does not house the presence of the Lord, amen. We don't have to come to this building to feel the presence of the Lord. We don't have to come to this building to worship God and to call on his name. In fact, you can do it in the living room. You can do it in the kitchen. You can do it while you're taking a shower. You can sing the presence, the, the praises of God, amen. You can do it in the grocery store, come on, or on the job because the presence of the Lord dwells not in buildings that are made by hands, but he said, the, your bodies are the temple. He wants to dwell in us, uh, live in us, uh, rule in us. Come on, reign in us, says the Lord. Somebody say amen. Amen. There is a, uh, there, when, when God calls you out, he is calling you forth. Amen. He's not coming into your life just to save you for eternity. He's coming into your life to make you like him. Come on, to change you. Come on. He said he has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. And that we should be not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds that we may know what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. I want to tell you this morning, the first step to being changed is your mind's got to change. Amen, your thought process has to change. You need to realize who you are. Come on, you need to realize who you are. You've been bought with the price, the price of the blood of Jesus Christ. Come on, he didn't die on the cross to leave us in sin, to leave us undone, to leave us in a place of of hurt and leave us wounded and in a place of struggle, wandering about aimlessly without guidance and without a future. He said, I know the thoughts I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end, come on, there's something as the people of God uh, that we should expect, Uh, I should expect to be healed, Uh, I should expect to be changed, Uh, I should expect to be saved, somebody say amen, he knows the thoughts that he thinks towards us, but he wants us to realize what he thinks about us. Amen. He wants us to know how he feels about us. He wants us to know where we stand in his presence. Come on. How many know that God commended his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. Mankind was in a state of sin that they couldn't get out of. Come on. Well, well, you're born in sin and shaping in iniquity. What does that mean? That means When I'm born into this world, I'm born into the state of sin and my life is formed and shaped after iniquity, which is man's thoughts and man's ways and man's desires. Come on. If, If I fashion my life after what I want, where I want to go, what I want to do, what I think's right, come on, what I think's wrong, I'm going to end up in a place that God never intended for me to be. That's the state of mankind. Amen. Well, God commended his love towards mankind to show them how much he loved them. He sent his son. Come on who bore their sins on the cross come on and he said he 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 bore their sins and their iniquities on the cross he carried our sin to the cross. He knew that we couldn't do it ourselves, we couldn't pay for it ourselves, so he did it for us. He took our pain, he took our suffering, come on, he took the struggle, come on, he took all the bad decisions, all the failures, all the times when you failed, you tried to do it right, but you couldn't. Come on, how many know he nailed it to the cross? And through Jesus Christ, we have a new day and a fresh start, somebody say amen. He made a way where there seemed to be no way. He took the price. He, took, he he redeemed us. He paid the price, the value that it took to redeem mankind. I was always taught that the value of something. I took economics in college. I wasn't that good at it. The value of something is determined by the price somebody's willing to pay for it. If you have a vehicle and you want $5,000 for it, because that's what it's worth to you. It's not worth that much if nobody wants to pay that much. It's only worth what somebody's willing to pay for it. We live in a consumer-driven market, amen, where prices of things are set by what somebody's willing to pay for it. Let me just tell you, just go off script here and say, if you don't want to pay seven dollars, was Becky just telling me? Graham crackers, a box of Graham crackers, seven bucks. She said last time I went to buy them, they were three something. Did you pay for them? Yeah. Well, they must be worth that much. If you don't want to pay that much, don't pay that much. Come on. The only way it's going to change is if the consumer stops paying for something that's overpriced. Amen. Amen. But what happens in the kingdom of in the kingdom of God is people undervalue the gospel or undervalue what was paid for. Come on, they undervalue salvation. Amen. They undervalue it. Amen. And they only pay what they're willing to pay. Come on. They're they're only. Uh, I'm not willing to do that, but but I'll do this, amen. How many know the kingdom of God is not based on a consumer-driven market, amen. It's based on the God-driven market, and what he set the price as, that's what it is. And he loved us so much that he was willing to give his best for us, amen. He didn't hold back his best for himself. He put his best forth for us so that we could be saved. Let me tell you how much God loves you. You're worth the, the life and the blood of Jesus Christ. You're you worth it to God. And if God said you're worth it, you're worth it. Come on, quit devaluing yourself and telling yourself, I'm not worth anything. My life is nothing. I want to tell you, God valued you so much that he, he, he robed himself in flesh. He went to the cross. He took the beating for our sicknesses. He was nailed to the cross for our sins. That's how much he loves you. He gave his life's blood so that you could be saved. If you're thankful, clap your hands to the Lord and love him. Amen. He's holy. He was set apart. Amen. He went through all, every temptation that we go through, the Bible tells us, yet without sin. He was tempted in all points. Somebody say all points. Like we are, yet he did not sin. He was tempted. Somebody say he was tempted. He went through the same temptations that we face, but he didn't give in to them amen he was the word made flesh by not giving in to the temptation he had power over it the power over something is determined when you don't give in to it you have a thought let me just tell the people of God you have authority you have Power over every temptation, nobody's getting behind me right now, but I feel the anointing. you have power and authority over every struggle. you don't have to give in to it. in fact, you need to set your mind I won't give in to it. God has called me out. come on he's called me out of darkness he's called me out of addiction he's called me out of sin into his marvelous light, amen, he overcame and he overcame so we could overcome, amen, he over, some people try to develop doctrines based on the fact that Jesus did it so we don't have to, that's not the word of God, Jesus did it so we can You can win, come on, you can overcome it. You can overcome it, sin, you can overcome it. You can get past it, you can grow beyond it, come on. You can get to a place where you no longer deal with it. I'm preaching to a curse in this house today that you've been saddled with, that you think you gotta live the rest of your life with. I bind it in the name of Jesus, and I tell you, you can. You can overcome. Amen, he has called us out. He didn't save us for us to continue in the same mess that he saved us from. He's calling us out this morning. He wants you to get a new mindset and develop and say, Christ I can overcome through Jesus Christ through the blood of the Lamb and through the word of my testimony I will overcome amen we know that the blood of Jesus washes away all sin Amen. When you're baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins, you are baptized into his death. He said, why tarriest thou? Arise and be baptized, washing away your sins and calling on the name of the Lord. When you're baptized in the name of the Lord, the blood of Jesus is applied to your life. When the blood of Jesus is applied to your life, it covers every failure, every, 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 every sin, come on, every weakness, Uh, everything that you've ever done in your past, uh, it's as if it never happened. Amen. The the base word for remission is remit. He remits our sin. He pays it backwards. Come on. He pays it backwards and forwards. He pays for it. Amen. But there there, there are some stipulations to it. You overcome by the word of your testimony. The blood of the lamb. Somebody say the blood of the lamb. And the word of my testimony. How powerful is a testimony? Amen. What's a testimony? You don't have a, a testimony without test. Right? Or, or a money. <laughs> I had to say it. I, I don't know what a is, but I can picture it. Moan and whine, you know when you're going through struggle, amen, and you're in the middle of struggle, come on, there's a feeling that you have, there, 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 there's, a, there, there's a time of test where, where you're being tested by it, where, where, where you're being tempted to make the wrong decision and go the wrong direction, and I want to tell you, that's no fun place to be in. In fact, it's a struggle. That's more important. For that. That's why it's so important for you to surround yourself with people that are trying to do what you're trying to do, that are trying to live the way you're trying to live. Come on. That are trying to do right and live right and be right and make it to heaven. That's why I come to church. That's why I'm connected to the people of the church because I know they're trying to live the way that I want to live and I'm going to make it if I stay close to them. Come on, we need, to, we need to drop the mindsets of the world. Quit hanging out with the world. Quit running where they run and going where they go. You need to get around some righteous people, some people that are sanctified, living their life according to God, that have set their minds to go to heaven. That's where you're going to find holiness. Amen, you're not going to find it in the bar room. Somebody say Amen. You're not going to find it in the drug house. You're not going to find it on Disney. Come on, you're not going to find it in Hollywood. That's not the right way to live. He said, don't be conformed to the world. Don't do what they do. Don't be convinced about their doings and their ways and what they're chasing after. You need to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You need a new mind about what's right in the will of God for your life. It's time to do some separate. Amen. When when God calls me out, he calls me out of darkness and into the light. Darkness is a a place where you can hide. Come on, it's a a place where everybody else can't see what you're doing. It's a place where, where you can hide and be alone. You can even, some people think they can hide from God just tell this real quick. I've told it a million times, but it never gets old. I used to play hide and seek with my kids. Luke, Luke was loved hide and seek. When he was like two years old, it was every day. I want to play hide and seek. I said, okay, go hide. I would forget sometimes (laughs) on purpose. That's funny. I don't care who you are. If you only if you only got one child, you don't know what I'm talking about. It's you know, it's that's about multiple children. There's a maddening stage. I'd count to ten. Pretty soon I'd come looking for him, and I'd see him standing in the corner with his his idea was if if he can't see me then I can't see him when I was a child I thought as a child I acted as a child Come on, I spoke as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. I come to the realization that no man lives to himself and no man dies to himself. No man is an island, right? You you can't hide from God. He, all things are naked and open unto uh, the, the to the eyes of whom we have to do. He sees everything, knows everything, hears everything, knows his will for our lives, uh, and the whole times he's pulling on us uh, to pull us out of the darkness uh, and into his light. The darkness represents sin. It represents being away from God. Come on, it rep- represents a place of desolate, a place of fear. Come on, a place of struggle, a place of weakness. But when he calls you out of that sin, he calls you into the light. The light is a representation of truth, of his word. He said, "My, your word shall be a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. You don't need to know what the world thinks. You need to know what God thinks. If you want light for your path, get in God's word. He will light your path. Amen. He calls you out of obscurity and into the light. You know, when you're in darkness, you don't know what you're stumbling over. Anybody ever got up in the middle of the night? Stepped on a Lego? Mike, you got two boys. I know you stepped on a Lego before. They should ban those. Amen. You're walking through the hallway like you know where everything's at, and all of a sudden you step on something that shouldn't have been there. Amen. That's what happens in the dark. You don't know what you're stumbling at. You don't know what's even beating you or defeating you. Everything's defeating you. you Amen. You can't even pinpoint one thing. There's so much a mess in your life, you can't even pinpoint one thing. Come on, you can't narrow it down because you can't see it. You you don't don't understand it because there's no light. There's no ability to see in darkness. Amen. But when you step out of darkness and into the light, all of a sudden everything becomes clear. And you start seeing stuff hanging on you that you didn't know was there. Amen. You You start seeing struggles you didn't know was there. We need to stay in the light. Light is sincerity. They that worship him, he seeks people to worship him. He said, in spirit and in truth. In sincerity and truth. Sincerity is when you you really want God's way. Truly. Truly. And you just lay it all out there on the table. You just... Here it is. God, I, I, I'm not pretending. When, you, when you're pretending and you're faking, you're in the dark. When you just lay it all out there on the table, you're in the light. You're putting it out there for God. I want to know that the life that I'm living is the life that God wants me to live. Because the word of the Lord we read said the only way that I can make it, the only, uh, that I can live forever is I got to do the will of God. Somebody say amen. So I want to know that the way that I'm living, that the decisions I'm making are in line with God's word and in line with his way. And the only way for me to do that is to stay in the light. Amen. He has called us to light. Amen. He has called us to righteousness. He has called us to holiness. Amen. He has called us out of darkness, out of the things we're struggling with, out of the things that wounded us, into a place where we can be healed. You can't stay in the darkness and be healed. Somebody say amen. You got to come into the light. Somebody say come into the light. But as he which has called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation because it is written, be ye holy for I am holy. Listen to this. And if ye call on the Father, put this on the, we need to put this up there. This is one we need to see. It's uh, uh, First Peter one fifteen. Is that me preaching? <laughs> Maybe I'm just hearing things. First Peter 1, 15 through 17. But as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. It's not just talking. Conversation means behavior. In all manner of behavior. Go on. Because it is written, be ye holy for I am holy. He called us out, he's holy. He called us unto holiness to be holy like he's holy. So we say amen. And if you call on the Father, hear me this morning, who without respect of persons judgeth according to every man's works past the time of your sojourning here in fear. He said, have a, have a revelation this morning, okay? When you call on the Father who operates without respect of persons, Okay, what is respect of persons? Amen. Does anybody know what that means? Right. It, it don't care, he don't care who you are. It's not about who you are. It's not about your last name. It's not about what position you hold, how much money you make, uh, how, how, how famous you are, how much power your name carries. Amen. Without respect of persons. You know, respect of persons is sin. Everybody's treated the same, fairly. Everybody's treated with the same love and the same respect. Amen. In fact, uh, one of the books, I can't remember exactly where it's at, but he, they teach about uh, against respect of persons where he said when a rich man comes in, you, you, you'll ha- have him sit in the front row. But if a poor man comes in, you'll make him sit in the back or on the floor. Right, respect of persons is sin. He's saying the Father operates without respect of persons. Amen. It's not about who you, who you, what your name is. It's not about where you come from, what race you are, how much money you make, uh, uh, what job you have. I mean, you could be the mayor of this city, and you're the same in the eyes of God as the guy that's laying in the gutter. Come on, how many know that He loves us all the same? He cares for us all the same. He doesn't have respect of persons regarding us. Amen. In fact, if He favored one of us over another, that would be sin to God and God knows no sin. He treats everybody equally and fairly. Somebody say amen. According to your works. So it don't matter who you are, he's saying. You gotta be holy. It doesn't matter, he's saying, be holy as I am holy. Then he says, For the Father, put that scripture back up there for a second. One more. For when we call on the Father, back the other way, who without respect of persons judgeth according to every man's work. You're not judged by what I do, you're judged by what you do. Right? Right? And, when, and the temptation, this is a huge temptation for people. And I just want to, uh, I, I felt like this was the main uh, focus this morning in prayer. That, that, that when Jesus was tempted, when, when, when the devil took him up to the high mountain, and he said, to the pinnacle of the temple, right? He said, cast yourself off. Because the Bible says that, that it, he's going to put his change, angels in charge over you. This is the Messiah. This is the Son of God. He's going to put his angels in charge over you to watch over you, to protect you. In case you trip or dash your foot against a stone, he's not going to let you fall. So go ahead and throw yourself off of this temple. And prove that God's going to protect you. Wow. I believe that that, that's a doctrine that our society has fallen prey to. That you can live any way you want to live and still be saved. That is a lie from hell. That is a, that's the same lie that he tried to tell Jesus on the pinnacle of the temple, because it matters what I do. He said, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. I cannot go against another part of God's word to, 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 to prove one part of his word, amen. How many know that I gotta live right, be right, I gotta be holy as he is holy. I gotta come into agreement with his, his will for my life, amen. If I continue, if I jump off that temple, I don't care who we are I, I don't care I, I don't I don't care if it's a pastor I don't I don't care if, if it's somebody that pastors multiple churches or uh, has a, is a high-ranking official in the UPC I don't I don't care who it is I, I don't care who the man is it doesn't matter who they are there's no respecter of persons but there is a respecter of principle and we have to understand that if we willingly go against God's word to continue in the things that he brought us out of. We will go back to where we were at. Amen. How many, our decisions, it matters what I choose to do. It matters what I make a decision to do. It matters what I value in my heart and what I feel is the will of God for my life. It does matter. It matters the path that I'm walking on. It matters whether or not I go to church, whether or not I serve God, whether or not I pray, whether or not I read my Bible. It matters whether or not I go to the bar it matters it matters what friends you hang out with it matters amen it doesn't mean that god's gonna keep you regardless of what you do you take fire into your body you're going to be burned you take sin into your body it's going to bring death It will bring death, it matters. It matters what I do. It matters the decisions that I make. I need to come into agreement with God. Get my way cleansed this morning and know, God, I'm walking this path for you. I'm on my way to heaven. I'm not gonna veer to the right or to the left. I'm gonna stay in the church, be in the church. Stay in your body. It matters. Somebody say it matters. As the devil is trying to get him to jump off have you ever had a feeling come over you and just say you know what i don't even care anymore i i, I, I don't i don't even care anymore I'm, I'm just forget it i'm just gonna i'm just gonna do it you're jumping off the temple you're jumping off the pinnacle Amen, you're you're, you're putting God in a a position where he's got to choose his word or you. He's called us into holiness. Come on, he's called us to to, to, to come out of darkness into the light. He's called us out so that he might change us. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Hey man, there's a new life ahead and, uh, that you're heading towards. Come on, you need to let go of that old and you need to reach for the new. Amen. Let go of where you've been and reach for where you're going. Come on, let go of your failures and reach for your future successes. Let go of your addictions and reach for for, for self-control that God is trying to place in your life. Come on, it's time to take control of your life again. It's time to to take control over every temptation, over every spirit of darkness, over every spirit of confusion. How do we do that? We give it to God. Come on, why don't we stand to our feet, lift our hands to the Lord. this morning and just call on the name of the Lord right now. All around the building. Come on, call on the name of the Lord. God's reaching for you today. He's reaching for you today. There's a touch of the Holy Ghost in this place. It really doesn't matter what my name is, who I am, what position I hold. I gotta do the will of God. Mm. The will of God for our lives is not determined by what we want what we desire where we want to go or what we want to do it's determined by God I can't change the will of God to suit my life but God will change us to suit his will In every one of us, there has to be a willingness to change, a willingness to become, a willingness to be set apart, separated from the world and unto God. you're special in God's eyes. If he's pulling on your heart this morning, you're special. If he's dealing with your heart today, you're special in his eyes. Please, please don't set your heart against the call of God. Allow the call of God to take you where he wants you to be. Back to an altar of repentance. Come on, where there can be a reestablishing of his principles, of his way. It's not his will that any should perish, but that all would come to repentance. Set apart. God valued you so much that he gave his blood. Do you value yourself as much as God values you? Mm. I'm set apart. I'm holy unto the Lord. I've been set apart for His use, I've been set apart for His Spirit somebody say amen all the instruments of the tabernacle the Bible says that they were cleansed with blood they were cleansed with the, the blood of the lamb and then they were put in a place where they were only used for the worship of God They were holy vessels unto the Lord. The scripture, opening scripture, anybody that's a friend of the world, the love of the Father's not in him. You can't ride the fence here. You're in one or the other. You're going one way, Or the other way. Come on, when we think that we can have both, we're not on the sides that we think we're on. This is serious. This is not an option. He doesn't give us an option. This is a commandment. Be ye holy. But as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. Because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. 1 Corinthians 3. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. Mm. there's conviction in the house the Holy Ghost operates in conviction come on, he makes us feel guilty about the way that we have lived and pulls us into a place of repentance so that we can change he will not leave us where he found us In fact, if we've made a commitment to Him, He will not allow us to go about our lives without dealing with our hearts. It's not an option, folks. Mm. Lift your hands one more time to the Lord. I want to be holy. Come on, tell the Lord this morning, I want to be righteous. I want to do it your way, Lord. Is there anybody this morning that wants to do it God's way? Amen. I want to be right with God. Every person in the building ought to find a place to pray in this altar. Come on. Uh, I want to be right with God. I want to know that my heart's right with you, Lord. God, I want to know, God, I I I lay myself on the altar this morning, God in the name of Jesus, I'm a broken vessel. Come on. There's so much confusion in my life, I don't know what to do. The reason there's confusion is because you're allowing things in your life that are contrary to God's will for your life.
1: Amen. Follow the
0: path that he has for you. He'll make it clear for you. Come on, he'll fight your battles. You'll have peace of mind. You'll have peace in your spirit, peace in your home, peace in your heart. Come on. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I'm yours. I'm yours, God. Oh, create in me a clean heart, oh God. And renew a right spirit within me, God so many times I've had to crawl back into the altar and say, Lord, things have gotten between us, come on. I've I've gone down the wrong path. I've made the wrong decisions, Lord, I'm sorry. God, I'm sorry for the confusion that I've allowed in my world. I'm sorry, God, that I didn't listen to your word. I'm sorry, Lord, Jesus, that I strayed from the path. Lord, forgive me this morning. Come on, does anybody want to pray that prayer today? as you're holy. Sanctify me this morning, Lord. Sanctify my mind. Cleanse it, Lord, my heart, Jesus. Cleanse my way, Lord. Order my steps in your word. In the name of Jesus, there's a call.
1: Lord, I
0: am there's a call to holiness the world wants you to be like them act like them, do like them but God is calling you out come on, because the difference is the difference there has to be a difference in who God calls and the, and, and the world there's got to be a difference
1: come on, there's got to be
0: conviction if there's going to be power there's got to be conviction in your life hallelujah Lord, deal with my Make
1: heart. Cleanse my way, Lord. God I'm In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Transform me. Use me. God I'm asking. Oh, let
0: your heart you pray. Let your heart pray, Lord. I don't feel like I've arrived. The word every day. Oh, I need communion with you every day, Lord. In the name of Jesus, God, help me to get straight down. Make me holy. Make straight paths for my feet, Lord. Give me the conviction, God, to not turn to the right or to the left. Oh, but to stay on the, the, the path of holiness, Lord of
1: Jesus I belong God, to you. you Lord I belong
0: to you Jesus to create
1: in me I'm yours
0: Lord put your mark on me
1: God pour your blessing so out upon my life
0: I Lord more than anything I want your blessing you. I want your anointing upon my life God I, I want your Pour your favor out upon those that are being conformed to your image. Pour it out upon them, Lord. Pour out revelation on those that have a willing heart, God. And a willing spirit, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, God. Loose the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of who you are. That we may know what is the exceeding greatness of your power to us, who believe.
1: Yes, a
0: respecter of persons in repentance either. It doesn't matter who you are. You just pour your heart out, heart out to God and he will receive you. Come on, he will receive you.
1: He will not turn you away. Yes, God. Thank you again for listening to the Anchor Church of Cambridge podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up with our weekly sermons. If you are in the Cambridge area, we invite you to join us on Sundays at 11 a.m. Again, thanks for listening, and we hope to see you soon.